You're listening to The Author's Leverage, where it's all about your book and how to create a greater impact and a greater income with it. This podcast is for the author who knows there's more you can do with that book. Whether you're publishing your first one ever or you've written multiple bestsellers, the path to greatness begins by looking around and seeing that you are, at this moment, standing right in the middle of your own acre of diamonds. My friends, your book is a brand. I'm Parshel Tashi, creative entrepreneur and education design architect, and I'll be your guide diving into the minds of successful authors, renowned publishers, and industry experts to glean practical wisdom you can integrate into your book writing, launch, and marketing strategies today. You'll hear straight from the source how authors like you were able to publish their best work and build wildly profitable, successful businesses around it. Welcome aboard the Author's Leverage. Welcome back to another episode of The Author's Leverage. Today we're talking about pushing through, and I got the perfect person on board to talk about this. Um, today I'm talking to Marcus Ogden, who's, uh, let me give you a little bit about Marcus so that you guys have that context. In 2003, he was drafted into the NFL as an offensive lineman, and after five years of playing in the league, he decided to retire and pursue a career in construction and contracting. At the age of 27, he founded a construction company called Caden Premier Enterprises, and that company has had fast growth. And in 2010, um, eventually his business went bankrupt, unfortunately, losing almost $2 million on one project in a matter of 90 days. But during these dark hours, he pulled himself together, got a part-time job as a custodian, and with hard work and determination, became an inspirational keynote speaker, executive coach, best-selling author, and marketing leader, helping to build the success of others. So let's welcome to the author's leverage, Marcus Ogden. Hello. Thanks for having me on. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm so excited that we're talking because this is such a timely topic, I think, especially given the nature of our society and what's going on in the world, period. You know, pushing through is really uh, something that's uh, really powerful. I'm excited to also talk about your new book that you have coming up. But um, I want to dive into the story a little bit to get more context of you as a person. Um, huh. When you experienced that loss uh, with your business, um, what sort of things were going through your mind and how did you essentially push through that to what you're doing right now? So when I lost my business, I ended up moving down to Raleigh, North Carolina, where I'm at currently. I had lost my home. I had lost both my cars in the same day. I had literally just hit complete rock bottom or so I thought. And when I got down here to Raleigh, I had $400 left to my name. That's it. I was a week away from being homeless. I was working a job at Merrill Lynch as a financial planner but I didn't get paid, you know, I got paid once a month, so I missed the pay cycle, so I wasn't gonna get paid until the following month at the end. So thank goodness the NFL had just formed the Gene Upshaw Trust Fund for the former director of former players, Gene Upshaw, who was a player himself, Hall of Fame for the Raiders. That trust fund allowed me to have my bills paid for four months by the NFL PA and by the Gene Upshaw Trust Fund, and that allowed me to not go homeless. And as a result of that, I was working different jobs, all that. And I was fired from Merrill Lynch, fired from another construction company job that I got the next day. So I was fired from two jobs in the same week. I ended up at that time working as a football trainer, started a little business. And then I got into being a part-time custodian, working from 10 p.m. till 5 a.m. in the graveyard shift to help out one of my clients who had a janitorial business. And I ended up having my rock bottom 
spoiled milk moment of clarity when I was taking the trash out with somebody's trash, rotten meat, nasty, protruding garbage got over my body, my skin, and my clothes. And that was my wake-up call. And that's what really got me moving forward to the whole trajectory of getting myself back into who I am today. Because without that moment, there's no accountability. So then at that time, I ended up going home, saying what I want to do, wrote down my three biggest strengths. And I computed that. And I said, wow, I want to, I want to, I'm a good storyteller. I'm a good communicator. And I want to help people. Let's go ahead and launch a speaking business. And that's what I did. For two and a half years, not one paid job. Finally got my first paid job, April 2016. I've been coached by then, since or since then, mentored. I have since you know, since that to now, I've written three best-selling books, two I authored by myself when I was a co-contributing author of, and it's really helped to change the trajectory. And we've leveraged, I love how you call it the author's leverage. We've leveraged that now to have a globally ranked 1.5% podcast called The Levin Market Show. We've spoken for over 35 Fortune 500 brands in the last, you know, going on now six years. People like Home Depot to NetApp to uh, AXA Equitable to the National Football League. You know, I can go on down the list. You know, New York Life, MetLife, Liberty Mutual. And we have also, you know, taken that whole brand and got into coaching, kind of consulting, and we've had a lot of success through some online courses and coursework, but it all started with what I wanted to do. But to be even more specific, our first book, Sleepless Nights, that we authored, that was the leverage for us to actually get that first paid speaking job. Mm, mm. Let's talk a little bit about that. By the way, congratulations on your success. I mean, you're definitely... A, an example of what it means to um, really set a new path for yourself and to be the one who creates it. So um, I commend you on that. So I want to hear a little bit more then. So you're saying that this first book was essentially uh-huh. that stepping stone that helped you to get more of the paid gigs and started to position you. How did that work? Like why, what do you think it was about that? Great question. So we published our first book in October of 2015, which was called Sleepless Nights. It was our autobiography. It was published by VIP Inc. Publishing. And and then December of that year, 2015, I got an inquiry because I was on something called Speaker Match. And I was on Speaker Match trying to get paid speaking jobs. And someone sent me a direct message through Speaker Match. As I was actually landing from doing a, um, one of my clients I had done some virtual training for was actually graduating high school going to Bryant University to play football. He's graduating early. He had committed. So I was coming home from New York. And as I got down off the plane, cut my phone on, it was a a buzz. And it was a direct message from Speaker Match. And they said, Mr. Ogden, I hope you're doing well. We are considering you for our 100th commencement graduation speech. We are with Miller Mott College. One of our associates read your book, Sleepless Nights. Loved your story from NFL to struggles with transition and addiction to building a massive organization, company, and to losing it all. You have an amazing story of inspiration and hope that you can give to our graduating class and their families. So we think you might be a good fit. So that was December. 
Then in February of the following year, 2016, they called me to officially award me the job. And I did that job April 2016 in Wilmington, North Carolina. But I tell everyone, without Sleepless Nights being published, I probably don't get that job because there was nothing for them to actually substantiate if I was going to be a good fit. Because, you know, my website at that time was very poor. My videos of speaking were non-existent. It was absolutely just very putrid at best, what I call my archives hmm. that we need. Like a website, videos of you in action, testimonials, and client logos. I had pretty much none of it. Hmm. So the book was that leverage. It was that first real you know, platform building or tool that I could utilize to gain my first paid speaking job. Wow. That's incredible. So if you, as you said, if it wasn't for sleepless nights, this, this trajectory for you wouldn't have, wouldn't have happened the way that it did. Correct. And, because and, there's nothing, nobody would have known who I was or what I was about. So they just kind of, because you know, I had nothing else to kind of give them to gauge off of. Hmm. Now, what, what advice would you have for people who maybe are on the fence about writing their book or, you know, just up against knowing that, Hey, there's something I want to get out there. I know that it's going to be, you know, a huge leverage point for my business, but I'm stuck, right? Um, how do you, what would you advise for them to do? Because I don't know how, what your journey was through writing the book. So I would advise them to try the best they can to leverage the story they have and shop it out to people, just write a query letter and then get it out to some people, see who's interested. And hopefully you can get someone to say, hey, this it sounds interesting. Let's have a conversation. Now, what's a dream situation for you, especially as a first-time author, if you have low finances, to have someone that say, no, not an, I mean, you're not going to get the Penguins, the Post Hill Press, sure. the Random House, and they're not going to get mess with you unless you're like Barack Obama, you know, Oprah, you know, your first time out. This is that's very rare. But finding like a nice B-level publisher that might want to give you an opportunity to write the book and then we'll work with you where they publish it and all that. And then you do a royalty deal. That way, no money comes out of your pocket. That'd be awesome. Now, if you can't get that and you have a little bit of finances, I would tell you to write your book, right? Again, if you're not good at that, maybe try to find someone to and barter and trade. Maybe somebody can write the book for you in exchange for royalties. They can write the book for you in exchange for you being a testimonial for them to say, hey, this person wrote my book. If you're looking for a great ghostwriter, call this person or call that person and then go to a self-publishing house, mm -hmm. right? And then like a creative space or a book in a box and publish it that way. And from there, hopefully after your first book is out, people know you and you have a track record, it's then easier to get the attention of a B-level publisher, A-level publisher, because that's what we did. So our first book was with VIP Inc. Publishing, like more like a B-level publisher mm -hmm. out of Louisiana. They actually went out of business, unfortunately, but they finished our book. And, you know, our, our first book, unless you buy it, like, you know, from a pre-order, like it's, you can't even get it because the publisher mm -hmm. went out of business. Mm -hmm. So what happens is, is that we have that, but we took that and then our second book, uh, which is The Success Cycle, which was another bestseller, 
that's still available today, and that's in every Barnes Noble's bookstores across the country in the business section. And it is uh, online, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and that's with a A-level publisher. So that's with Post Hill Press Publishing, and um, my uh, 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 Anthony uh, Zaccardi is the owner of that, and he actually used to be head of the political book division for Simon and Schuster. And I got to him because one of my mentors, Miss Mel Robbins, who wrote and published the Five Second Rules, became an international bestseller. She worked with Post Hill Press and introduced me to Anthony, and that's how it all got started. Wow, man, that's that's incredible, and I appreciate the breakdown too that you're giving about the the different publishers that are available to work with. Right, everything from the A list all the way to a self publishing route for different authors based on where they're at. So that's such yeah. a um, such good advice there. Can you talk a little bit too, because I know you mentioned speaking, you talked about some other you know, offers that you have built in sort of in, in your company. How, how have you structured that you know, in terms of the book? How does the book fit in um, in sort of your ecosystem? Great question. So my speaking is like my custom, there's, there's a part of my speaking called my custom suit, which is my life story. That is exactly what Sleepless Nights is. It is my life story growing up, Washington, D.C., being raised by a single father, going to St. John's College High School, going to Howard University, getting drafted, you know, you know struggles, father passing away, life, uh, you know, after the NFL, building the business, and then, you know, me, you know, having to hit rock bottom and then try to bounce back. So that's what uh, Sleepless Nights is. So every time I speak, my custom suit story is wrapped up in a presentation. I don't care if I'm talking about leadership, uh, mindset, diversity and inclusion. It doesn't matter. Culture enhancement. I'll just focus more of my life depending upon the topic that the client wants to have us to hire for. And I think it's really important that people understand that this is exactly what speaking is all about. It's the art of storytelling. Now, our second book, The Success Cycle, we actually created a talk of, around that. We called it The Success Cycle Talk. And we talk about the three keys to build a successful business that we mention in the book. Ambition, drive, hard work. Ambition is about creating the blueprint for your life. Drive is being inspired over motivated to get what you want in life. And hard work is focusing on yourself and not so much the competition to create your competitive edge to get ahead in life. All right, it's time for a short break. Let's hear a word from one of our sponsors. Are you an author and ready to leverage your book? Maybe you have a great idea for a course or program, but you need help fleshing it out with someone and making sense of what you have. If that's you, I want to invite you to schedule a free half-hour strategy session with me. We'll take a look at your content together, talk about your goals, and I'll provide my professional and honest recommendations. No salesy stuff or surprises. So to schedule a call, visit theauthorsleverage.com forward slash course strategy. All right, now back to the show. So your books essentially became, you know, as you mentioned, in the form of talks, in the form of other uh, mediums and formats, 
they're all based on what you laid out in the book. Was that is that typically the way that um, you know the way that you've you've gone about that to you know you start with the book and have that published first as a as a means to build off of that credibility to create something else from it. Correct. It's always been a stepping stone. So the first mm. book laid out who we are. The second book laid out what we utilize and what processes and systems that we created to go from making $8 an hour as a, uh, a custodian working the night shift to a national, international keynote speaker, executive coach, corporate trainer, podcast co-host, etc. And And then the third book, Persistence, Pivots, and Game Changers, that focuses a lot on mindset and breaking through the ceiling. And we felt that really matched up well to what's going on in our world today from COVID-19, Omicron, Delta variant, and all the horrible things that are happening around the globe. A lot of people, unfortunately, are stuck in what I call that negative mindset, and they have to learn how to get out of that and how to push forward. And so that's where we decided to become a contributing author of Persistence, Pivots, and Game Changes, which became uh, a bestseller in 26 categories on Amazon when we released it. And that was probably, I want to say, October of last year. Mm, wow. Congrats again. It's just, I love how, hearing how the, the book is, is sort of foundational in that way for you and, and growing your business. What What for you has been the most challenging aspect about about that and what, what you've been able to do? Well, it's interesting. The most challenging aspect of any person that's completely honest is going to be getting started. So like, here's our book right here. So this is our book, Persistence, Pimps, and Game Changes. So, you know, we have, you know, and so here I am over here, ooh, over here, you know, that's <laughs> on the top row, one of the influencers in the book, which is so exciting. But the hardest part of being any type of successful individual speaking, author, podcast host like yourself, like I am, it's just getting started and building up that credibility and trying to find that individual or that person that wants to give you that first opportunity. And once you find that build, that's when things get better. But that's the hard part. And that's why we kind of really wanted to get involved because it's persistence to get what you want in life. You have to be able to pivot. And I have an acronym for pivot, poised, inspired, victory mindset, observing tactician. And then game changers, you have to be willing to elevate to the next level and be a game changer in all you do. If you don't have that mentality, then don't even bother trying to start whatever business, whatever process you're trying to do, because eventually you will burn out. Hmm. You're such a good teacher too. Like you said, you're you're great with the communication and storytelling and and teaching. So I'm taking notes over here with these uh, acronyms and breakdowns. I think it's it's really great, and it gives uh, such good insight into your message and what you're trying to convey. Now, the name of this podcast is the Author's Leverage, and usually I ask everyone that comes on, when you hear that phrase, when you hear that, that term, you know, what comes to mind for you? What comes to mind for me is leveraging your hard work, your story, your journey, your saga, your odyssey, however you want to call it, leveraging that 
to get you to the next level. That's what I think about because it's really about everybody that you're trying to either get in touch with, trying to hear about your message. It's them knowing about you and your brand, your book, your beliefs, your core values. So when I think of the author's leverage, I think about basically taking your story and leveraging it so others can get the benefit of what you've gone through. And I have a saying, we do speaking to help others succeed in their everyday lives where we failed. And I tell our clients that hiring us is going to put you in a position where you should not be in danger of losing everything or making really bad mistakes like I did with our business. 100%. And I, and it's, again, your book is connected to other aspects of your business and what you've been able to do. Uh, how important is it to think beyond the publishing of the book? Like when you wrote the book, were you thinking like, okay, I already know this is going to lead to this and that. And, you know, you've already got it set up. Whereas some people have the book and then it's an afterthought. You have to always be three to five steps ahead with your marketing. Always. If you're not going to be three to five steps ahead with your marketing, then you risk your pipeline clogging and not, you know, free flowing. And that's why I tell you all the time, you need to create different sources of income for yourself. And a book can do that. A book can be an income stream. It's a credibility builder. It's a marketing tool. It's a leveraging tool. There's all types of tools that a book can be. But you have to make that determination that you're going to be forward thinking in your approach. Otherwise, you're going to end up writing a book, publishing a book, and then you're like, wow, now what do I do? I have this book. How are you going to market it? How are you going to get it out there? Who's going to be out there helping you? What's your strategy? Are you going to get a publicist? Are you going to actually do things on social media? Are you going to, you know, give free giveaways? Are you going to go on podcasts? Are you going to create a podcast? I mean, I could go on and on and on all day, but you have to be three to five steps ahead. Otherwise, you risk clogging your pipeline. 100%. So I hope everybody heard that who's listening. If you're tuning in, this is powerful advice. You want to think ahead, be at least three to five steps ahead of, of this process and what you're looking to do. Um, so let's let's start to wrap this up here. I'm, I'm so appreciative of your time. And I want to ask, uh, what sort of parting words of wisdom and advice would you share with other listeners who are um, maybe either writing a book, have already published a book, um, looking to do something with it? And then also where people can connect with you. I know you have a, uh, a book that you mentioned before we started recording. Um, so feel free to share uh, where people can connect with you and um, check out more of your work. A great quote. Education is a weapon that has the power to change the world. Nelson Mandela. So when you are writing a book, focus on storytelling Focus on action steps, but focus on educating your readers in some capacity. Make those readers better people, smarter people, more efficient people, however you want to frame it, before, right? So when they're done reading your book, what they did before to who they are after finishing reading your book, they're better people. And I feel That is a big 
thing that a lot of authors sometimes neglect. Storytelling's great. Giving me action steps is awesome. But also, right, especially right now in our, in our, in our world, educate people. Because the more people have education, the more people have the ability to think for themselves and create different innovative strategies, ways to get out and ways to do things, it's only going to help them become that much more efficient and that much more better. So that's what I would say. And so people can get in contact with us. They can email me at Marcus, M-A-R-Q-U-E-S, at MarcusOgden.com. They can go to our website, www.Marcus, M-A-R-Q-U-E-S, Ogden, O-G-D-E-N.com. And they can purchase our books on our website in the product tab. We're creating a new product tab. Uh, you can get uh, the success cycle or persistence pivots and game changers. And of course, all the books that we published are three time best, our three best selling books are also on uh, Amazon and barsnoble.com. But again, if you want to have a question or you want to you know, connect with us, just shoot us an email at marcus at marcusauthon.com and we'll get right back to you. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for, for being here. Uh, you, knit, you hit the, the nail on the head when you mentioned just the importance of educating and, and really how uh, impactful that is in today's world. I mean, that's a joy of what we get to do at the Authors Leverage, right? We help turn those books into something that's actionable um, in the form of an online course. And so, you know, that's another format as well in terms of how to really ensure that your readers are going a next deeper step, you know what I mean? So um, I appreciate your words of wisdom, your advice, you spending some time with, with us today. And uh, I encourage everyone listening to connect with Marcus and um, definitely check out some of his work as well. Just what he's said, I'm taking notes and I'm like, all right, I need to get one of these <laughs> that he just uh, listed. I might get sleep this night because I like to see the the, the beginning and uh, catch the, the story. So um, appreciate you again uh, for being here. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Author's Leverage. You can subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. Hey, do me a favor. If you found this helpful, leave us a review and share this episode with someone it could help along their journey. To check out more resources, visit theauthorsleverage.com. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time.